Welcome to the Learn and Live podcast. Our goal is to help military, veterans, and first responders transform from the war hero to the superhero so they thrive from the bedroom to the boardroom. This is Daniel Faust, one of your hosts. It's reboot time. We haven't done a podcast in a long time, and we went to the Military Influencer Conference and got re-inspired and reinvigorated to go over and to serve you guys via podcast. So this will be a once-a-week podcast, at least that's the goal, to help you go over and not just survive but to thrive so today's lesson on the reboot is staying connected amidst the chaos of the military this also can apply for veterans and first responders but we'll mainly be focusing on the military today so we go over and we get plugged into the military we go to military tech school we go to military basic and somehow in the midst we're either married before we go over and we come into the military or we get married after and now you have a military spouse and you might have military dependent kids. How do you go stay connected in the midst of the chaos of the military? It was easy when you were single, per se. You did what they told you to do and you met the check blocks and you went home and it was just you. Now you're going home to a beautiful wife or husband and you have a bunch of kids like I go over and do and they could go over and feel that they're not appreciated, taken care of, even though you are fighting for your country and earning between twenty-five dollars to $85,000 a year, or if you're an officer, significantly more. So you think you're financially providing, but truly what they're looking for is more of a providing holistically. So we're gonna talk about a couple tips to go over and to help you go over and stay connected amidst the chaos of the military schedule. And this doesn't matter if you're active guard or reserve. All right, so first thing, tip for you is to reorder your educational focus. What does that mean? I'm an education training manager on the reserve side and potentially art in the next couple weeks. What we go over and focus on in that world is to go over and get your professional military education done, your civilian education, and going over in any career development courses that you go over and take. And we structure that in a certain order based on the certain rank. And you might tend to go over and think you need to go over and focus on that. Yes, you go over and need to do, but when it comes to your family, you need to reorder your educational focus. You can still pursue all those things, but if I go over and I put that as priority number one and I forget my family, my family could go over and mentally, emotionally, spiritually, socially, or even physically leave me, which then impacts my educational and promotional goals. The average divorce goes over and impacts six to 24 months. And usually you're not thriving, you're just surviving. So how do you go reorder your educational focus? No matter if you're focusing on professional military education, CDCs or civilian education. I need you to go reorient your mind educationally and start studying your spouse the most, more than anything else, and getting your doctorate degree in your spouse continually, no matter if you're going to school or getting promoted or not. From there, getting a bachelor's degrees in your kids and getting an associate's degree in your coworkers and a high school diploma in your customers that you go over and serve. You're probably saying to yourself, what the hell and how do I go over and apply this? It is priority, order, and focus of the people that you're with. I can go over and go to school and work on my bachelor's degree, but if I go forget to work on my doctorate degree and my spouse and I don't connect with her on a regular basis amidst the chaos of the military schedule and structure, then I'm going to go over and lose her, which then is going to derail me working on my bachelor's degree to make myself better for myself. 
I did this on a continual basis when I was in active duty. I tried to go work on my bachelor's degree, but I didn't go work with my wife on that process. I didn't discuss with her how it would look like mentally, emotionally, spiritually, socially, practically, schedule-wise, and everything else. And how am I going to stay plugged in in with her? I wasn't getting regular date nights. I wasn't getting regular time with her. I wasn't going over and putting uh, a break in between school to go over and to take that time. If I would have earned my degree slower, I probably would have got it eventually done. I never got it done because I would hard charge into the degree and not just hard charge into my wife. And when I'm serving my wife and I'm serving my kids well, they will give me the latitude then to go focus on that PME promotion, going over and going to the next degree path and whatnot. There's seasons of things to go over and balance, but your overall educational focus long-term is to go over and focus on getting your doctorate degree in your spouse, your bachelor's in your kids, your associates and your coworkers and your high school diploma and customers, because that's what's gonna carry long-term. Being in the educational training field, your degree will be compliant between four to seven years. After that, it's gonna be obsolete and you have to continue to focus on that. When you get a doctorate degree in your spouse, a bachelor's in your kids and associates in your coworkers and a high school diploma in your customers, those things stay for life. They stay for life. Because the lessons you learn, you can go apply over and over again with every person you connect. Most jobs, most connections, most opportunities is because of understanding of people, not understanding of processes. Again, most opportunities are based on understanding of people, not processes. Processes always change. So reorder your educational focus. You want to learn more about that? Go find our book, Leave No Marriage Behind, or go connect with us offline and we'd love to have a consultation with you. Tip number two, don't run away from the mess, run into it. When we're in the military, our job is to be the forefront, to go over and to run into the mess, whatever happens. We run into the firefight. We go over and prepare, but we go run into the firefight. We run into the foxhole to go over and to support and defend our nation, and we potentially could lose our lives. The funny thing is, is that as the military person, specifically more the male than the female, just from my experience, we tend to run away from the mess that is in our marriages and our families. And then we run into our work, into our squadrons, our battalions, our wings, whatever concept you want to call it from based on the branches. And we tend to run into that mess than compared to the other mess. I need you to reorient to your mind again, is that when you're at home, you need to go run into the mess. That means you are mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and socially connecting with your spouse and with your kids. These are tall orders. And these are tall orders because you are the war hero and your job is to transform to the superhero so that you're thriving from the bedroom to the boardroom. But I wanna give you some practical tips on how to do this. The first thing I would go recommend you is to go learn something about a personality model or style. Not just the stuff you learned in like ANOC, BNOC, ALS, NCO Academy, whatever PME that you've taken. You need to go over and dive in in depth in the home. So you might use the DISC model of human behavior. You might go use the bank code, which we're both certified in. Or you can go use something else. But you need to understand how your spouse and your kids go interact with you compared to everybody else. When you go over and do that, it's a lot easier to run into the mess because you have a cognitive action plan to go run into that mess. When we get into the military and we're running into the firefight, we know 
the op orders, we know the technical orders, we know the worst thing that we're gonna go run into. When we're in marriage and family, we don't know what mess we're running into and it can scare us or it might anger us or it might frighten us, but we need to go over and run into it. When we run into it and we're pursuing our spouse and our kids mentally, emotionally, socially, and spiritually, and we run into the mess, that shows us as a great leader, that shows us as the superhero dad or mom that will go over and take care of the family, that shows to society that we are more than just grunts, that we go over and we take holistically, and then we can rewrite the culture and truly transform from the war hero to the superhero. All right, that's tip number two. Tip number three, formative instruction. So chaos goes over and happens in the military on a regular basis. When I was active duty, even as a guard, as a reservist, and even as a potential art in the near future, you just sometimes don't know your schedule. Sometimes you get told last minute something happens. Maybe you're working in military IT and something breaks down at 4.30. Maybe a commander calls you to the office. Maybe there's an event that they wanted you to go over and represent. Maybe you're going out to the civilian sector and representing some volunteer event, whatever it is. Formative instruction is key. Paul David Tripp talks about this in Shepherding Your Child's Heart, and this works well with anybody. When we're in the military, we get briefed on what's going on, especially in the maintenance world and the higher level military worlds. We get told what's going on most of the time, and we need to go and provide that in our family lives. So what does formative instruction mean? Going over, for example, is saying to my spouse when I first got married to her, hey, this is what my rough schedule is. This is where my workplace is. This is what life's gonna look like. Hey, I potentially might be staying a couple hours extra. Or if something happens and I do get stayed over extra, then if I have the opportunity to call, text, or email, then I should be relaying that information to my family. They know that I will be loving and supporting them if I give them that form of instruction. If a TDY randomly comes up, if I have a couple hours, two days, I can go and give my family what's going up, where I'm going. Of course, operational security is important, but as much as I can go over and give to my family before, during, and after, if I go over and do that, that goes over and shows that I'm still staying connected amidst of the chaos. Because when I go give them heads up on what's going on, they feel involved. And when they feel involved, they feel connected. Lastly, the last one is take leave often. This happens with military, veterans, first responders, even GS employees, because I'm gonna be a hybrid of one potentially soon. S roughly 70% of us uh, go over and don't take vacation. Americans do the same thing. But we get 30 days of vacation time. We get unlimited sick time as long as we have a doctor's note. We get uh, Donza days, we get extra leave days, special things in the nature. But the majority of the time, we put so much focus on the job that we forget to take leave. And we think going over and taking leave just on Christmas, Easter, summer vacation is important. We need to take leave often to go over and recharge into mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and socially connect to our wives and our kids. And the cool part is, is that if you're connected with us at Learn and Live and you're following our podcast or you follow us on Facebook and whatnot, we have connections with military veterans that will get you vacations between 20 to 80% off. So you think that you're broke as a joke and you can't afford the vacation? I sent my wife and four kids on a vacation to Las Vegas for $1,000 for a week. It is possible. And that's with transportation, food, and everything else. 
So taking leave often is key. Now the situation is that you know, you're saving up for transition and whatnot, and that's smart, but in general, the rule of thumb, most of us get into use or lose, have 60 plus days, we don't go and use it, we wanna use it for a specific time. If you actually take leave often, and you take it in non-traditional fashions, you'll save more money, get more recharge time, connect a lot better, avoid more people because you're not going during the prime times. In most times, especially with schools, because I know you're probably thinking right now, the schools are not gonna release us in that particular regard. You can technically take in most states 10 days off and just say, hey, this is when my husband or wife can go over and take vacation and the kids can go make up the work. I'm pretty sure most kids are going to be fine taking an additional time off outside of the school vacations. So that's the tips that we have for you today to stay connected amidst of the chaos of the military. So a quick summary, reorder your educational focus, get your doctorate degree in your spouse, bachelor's in your kids, associates in your coworker, high school diploma and customers. And then more details, go to our book, Leave No Marriage Behind. Number two, don't run away from the mess, run into it. Stay connected mentally, emotionally, socially, and spiritually with your family. Some tools, DISC, Myers-Briggs, Bank Code, connect with us if you wanna learn more. Three, formative instruction. Just like we get briefed in the military, our family wants to know what's going on before, during, and after. And lastly, take leave often. Don't go become part of the culture and wait until Christmas to take leave because everybody and their mother literally will be taking leave. And I don't want you to go over and just survive. I want you to go over and thrive. So this is Learn and Live's podcast, taking military veterans and first responders from the war hero to the superhero so they thrive from the bedroom to the boardroom. This is your host, Daniel Faust. You guys have a great weekend. Thanks.